Hello and welcome to Tits of the Iceberg, episode 189. Your hosts this week are myself, Lee, and... I'm Trevin, we're glad you could join us. Thank you for joining us. It's Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, it is around 10pm, so it's a later podcast than we usually record, but you know, we, we had to get it out there for everybody. Absolutely. Um, for all of your own entertainment. Trevin has a lovely banana bread recipe to share with everybody. I do, you're going to enjoy it. I'm going to do some calligraphy painting. Uh, and then we are going to make hair cutting noises into the microphones for the next 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, but you'll be asleep way before yeah. then. Uh, for you insomniacs, it's, uh, we, we have a special treat. Uh, we're going to be counting lentils for five years. And describing each one. Describing each lentil. Based lentil on number one. <laughs> likeness to fictional and historical characters. Yes. Or current living. Or current living. Yeah, bonus points, if that's the case with these lentils. Absolutely. Tits of the Iceberg, it's Home Service Baby, episode 189. Your host this week, myself, Lee, Trevin. That's my favorite position, 89. (laughs) Hell yeah. When I'm kind of curled in on myself (laughs) and she's facing the other way. Fucking the shit out of a snowman. (laughs) Yep. She's you curled in on her. I'm curled like, in on myself. She's like, whoa, what's wrong with you? It's okay. She's trying to console me. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> uh, sobbing. <laughs> My favorite position, 1.89. <laughs> There's another guy shitting. Shitting. <laughs> yeah, another guy shitting in the corner of the bed. Uh, but Drop it is Saturday night. Live from, from this, this room. apartment. It's Saturday night. Uh, it's Father's Day tomorrow, Trevin. Yep. Did you get your dad? Something? I did. He really wanted... Uh, I actually finally found a tool he doesn't goddamn have yet. <laughs> so a flux... That's just slide wrenches. He, oh, okay. He specifically wanted them. Hey, if you guys are going to buy from me his, something, get me slide wrenches. From his favorite store in the world, Canadian Tire. Loves it. <laughs> he's <laughs> what such, a, he's a such true a dad. dad. <laughs> yeah, he's a dad through and through, this yeah. guy. Uh, I got my dad. He wants to go to the Buddy Holly thing that's oh, a rainbow sweet. stage. He's like, that looks like it might be good. <laughs> Perfect. That's all the hint I needed. Uh, I got him that. Some scratch tickets. Dad's oh, yeah. anyone's fan of scratch tickets, which is really like you're giving the the gift of heartbreak, because more than often than not they're they're going to yeah. lose on all the scratch it's tickets. The gift and then of you, potential, yeah. Because every time you you open a scratch ticket, you're like, the, or scratch a scratch ticket, rather, yeah. you're like, I'm about to be thousands of dollars richer, and yeah. then it doesn't happen for you. You're like, why not me? And then it doesn't happen for you, obviously, because that's the way these things work, hmm. and you're a little sadder because of it. Maybe, like if you if you t- if you took all the sadness a, a person gets from every trip to the casino, every time they've opened a pull tab, a scratch every, ticket. Every little kid opening a Christmas present. Yeah, to get, to get something they didn't like. If you liquefied that and put it in a syringe and injected it in someone's like bloodstream, they would kill themselves. That All those little Maybe. sadnesses brought together. Maybe that's just life. A bunch of little sadnesses brought together. <laughs> injected into your bloodstream. Yep. Life. Um, went to the Forks today. Okay. Because I wanted to smell it. It smells great. unique. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the Forks market was uh, was smelling good. Really great. I like the uh, the antiques basement. Yeah, we went there. A lot of smells Always, there. Stuff. A lot of great smells. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, like, kind of random. Like, as far as an antiques mall goes. There's no categories like, there. Like, if you were ever like, I like antiques and I'm looking for... I'd be like, you can try here, but I don't know. Good luck finding what you want to find. Yeah, it's yeah. not like... There's not... There's no real section to it. There's curio cabinets yeah. all over the place filled with God knows, like, yeah, everything. Porcelain dolls. And yeah. 
Antikythera machines. <laughs> they had like a they had this like ornate Egyptian dagger. Whoa. And it was like a piece of shit from like like San Fran that yeah. San Francisco store used to have or yeah. that shit. And it had like a, like a fucking sphinx on the handle and then all these mummy shits on yeah. it. I'm like, whoa man, shit, this Sweet. is cool. Uh I like they have the old uh, the old army shit. They just yeah. sometimes have like trench knives and they stuff. They have the old helmets and uniforms and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that that stuff's cool. That's cool. Past that. Meh. It's good. It's fun. it's it's a something to see. I just like the old. I like seeing the old mechanical sewing yeah. machines and stuff, and the old like uh, the fucking tea kettles. I like. <laughs> I like the tea kettles. I enjoy the old beer steins. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it a little should. more butch than uh, than you. I enjoy the tea sets. <laughs> the sets, just the kettles, just the kettles. Crazy glasswork stuff. The little cups and stuff. Like don't fuck it. You don't even figure to leave it. Yeah, don't even think about buying shit. It's way overpriced for oh, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Krista was arguing earlier that they know what everything's worth, and I'm like bullshit. They just price everything. They're just oh, like that's five bucks. Those guys, they don't know shit. I'm I think you. I think the stuff that that looks like it it, it garners a uh, appraisal does get appraised, like the jewelry and yeah. maybe some of the coins and stuff. But everything else in there is just like uh, ten bucks, uh, fifteen. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> that's, that's their that's their pricing process. Yeah. Um, got myself a Jones soda. That's good. Yeah, I, I mean I, you can get those at the gas station cool. anywhere, but at the Forks it tastes a little better. At I the Forks know. you got to be a little hipster. You got to do it. Well, I, they had they had live sodas. music. Get, they always yeah. had live music. They had the yeah. buskers, but they actually had live music where the, the guys skating rink <laughs> Yeah, and then they had uh, yeah the, yeah, and they had uh, a bicycle tricks competition. Cool. Which at the skate park I can't do it, but no no at actually at, like in the market. And there is also the skate park. Like, what kind of tricks? Like, uh, guys just, like, on, like, mountain bikes and, like, actual bikes doing, like, getting up on one wheel and jumping over railings and, like... Oh, cool. Like, manual bike tricks. Not, not like, doing, like, like handstands and, like, uh, wheel bar spins. More like doing, like, hey, here's a bench. I'm gonna jump up on the bench on one wheel and, like... Oh, man, I like should bike, Like, bike parkour. I should have mentioned that to, like, uh, to my friend. That guy's actually really good at bike tricks and shit. Uh, he'd know that shit. He, he, well, maybe he was there. They have, yeah, a bike, they have a bike They have a bike valet. <laughs> well, you know, you have your bike at the Forks. You I guess. Drop it off. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the Forks Market, they have the food in all the places downstairs, which is where you where you want to be. That's right in the, the nexus yeah. of where you want to be here in Winnipeg. But uh, upstairs, you have all the, like, the knockoff the shops. shops, like with all the knockoff jewelry and bags. and like, The, the all store that's shit. all beaded stuff. The store yeah. that's all glass stuff. There's like the Indian store. Then there's yep. like the, the Native American store. Then there's like the skate shop that sells Red Bulls. Yeah. The and like skate decks. The three incense stalls. <laughs> there's a chick longboarding. Like a hipster chick just longboarding. Yeah. I'm like, come on. This is fucking... Yeah. Winnip- there's no hills! Yeah. Where, where, where are you going longboarding? Yeah. yeah. Like, and the forks, there's that one little hill leading from the Children's Museum. There may be your longboarding. That's Otherwise, it. stop it. Just stop. Get rollerblades. Yeah. yeah. Or get something that propels itself across yeah. this flat plane. Like, rollerblades with a big fan on the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> the, just, like, like, one of those oscillating fans you have it strapped to your back yeah. and shit. Just... Fucking... Roadrunner shit. <laughs> so, uh, Tallgrass Prairie, of course, has taken over the Forks. My, the, the really good bakery, that local, like, locally owned bakery. Okay. Used to have one in Wosley, so whenever you woke up, you just had the smells of, like, delicious breads. That's nice. Um, but they have one right in the Forks, which is just, you can't not buy a bunch of bread when you're there. You're just like, I want all the bread. This, okay. Does anything smell better than fresh baked bread? Uh, very There's little. very few yeah. things. Maybe tea kettle, old tea kettles old, in the, uh, tea uh, the kettles. empty small, as far as I know. Uh, as we speak, UFC six one six one is going on. Hmm. <laughs> you can cut the fucks we give with a butter knife in this room right now because they're hot, hot fucks. 
I think I, I knew a lot of people who actually ended up going to that particular event. It's expensive. Yeah, but... it's it's uh, it's about time it came to Winnipeg. Yeah, it took them six one sixty one. And on a scale of all the cities in the world that's ever going to have UFC or big enough to have uh, UFC, I think that's probably accurate. Yeah. It's been most everywhere else that could handle it, and now Winnipeg, finally. Yeah. Um, but no, no, we, you know, our arena's not the biggest, is our, our main problem. But when it's a uh, MMA event... You don't need a huge arena. It, well, yeah, well, you need a huge arena because you want to make money. But, well, like, if you're people. further up, what the hell, you're not seeing anything. Yeah. Well, what are you going to look at? You're going to see, like... Get your opera binoculars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to see, like, a blurry white thing fight a blurry black thing. Yeah. A blurry black thing's going to win every time. <laughs> Uh, spoilers. Unless the blurry white thing is a blurry brown thing and it's hoist crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really see. It's the ref. You don't yeah. really know what's going on. Um, I'm sure they have jumbotrons and, and... But do people, like, cheer? Like, what kind of sporting event is it? Do you have any vested oh. interest? Oh, in, like, yeah, you cheer for MMA all the fucking time, man. Like, you just want... You just want brutal shit. You cheer when it's like it clearly starts going in your favorite fighter's favor. Okay, but how many favorite fighters are you going to have? Oh, people have all kinds of allegiances. Like, I understand there's, like, maybe you have one or two guys you really follow, and like, oh, yeah, he's in this bout and whatnot. But I think, for the most part, it's mostly, like, the lesser MMA guys going at it, and you can't really carry either way. You just want to see one guy get his head knocked off. Eh, kind of. It usually comes down to who you like in the match. You're like, but hey, I think on... this guy's going to win it. Based on personal preference, okay. their specs, So it's, like, old whatever. school, like, human. The bet like, you have going, yeah. Like, when they bet on, like, bare-knuckle boxing and shit, yeah. it's just like, oh, I think uh, fucking the Sven's got this shit locked fucking up. fucking gladiators and shit, yeah. yeah. That that's basically what it is. Why don't we just have gladiators? Uh we're close. We have MMA. Uh, <laughs> it's the closest we have. We really. give them swords yeah. and we're, we're done. Armed combat. Um, I mean they're making millions of dollars. Why wouldn't they prison up, inmates, the, up the ante a little bit? Throw them at each other, fight yeah, for their prison freedom. Yeah. There we go. Got people on death row, yeah. make them fight. If they keep winning, they can get to stay alive. There you go. Yeah. If they win the whole thing, they get to have a nice Big cell. <laughs> they don't get to leave prison. <laughs> in no scenario, don't 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 get me wrong. In no scenario do these people get to leave prison. Yeah. But they uh, got a bigger cell to themselves. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, they might not be killed that night. Yeah, until you know they'll get killed on the battlefield. Yeah. and love is a battlefield. They'll get killed in the cafeteria when someone realizes that guy got the special treatment. <laughs> yeah, he so, got the big cell because yeah. he's a good fighter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. someone will Achilles him. Yeah. Um, gladiators, pretty cool. I don't know. I guess yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. They all had, like, different themes. There was, like, oh, the fisherman who had the trident and the net. We have medieval times, and it's super exciting. Imagine if the the stakes were higher, and people yeah. were actually getting uh, killed and stabbed. Wearing your, little, <laughs> wearing your little cardboard crown. Yeah. Eating your chicken. With your hand. <laughs> your Pepsi. <laughs> Why Pepsi? Why is that the, the yeah. beverage they went with? Like, maybe some kind of punch or juice? Anything. Like, Something... is, Pepsi, is Pepsi universally, like, accepted as, like, a drink you could serve to anyone? Because I, I think there's people out there that... Aren't down with the Colosseum? Personally, I'm not down with the Colosseum. Whoa. <laughs> if someone's like, what kind of soda do you want? I will never choose cola. Uh, not because of a vendetta against cola, just, you know, personal taste. Yeah. I, kinda... but I drank a ton of cola as a kid. I don't... You prefer maybe like a root beer or like a... I'd, I'd not prefer soda. If it comes down to soda, I'd be like a iced tea or like orange soda, you know. <laughs> grape soda. Cream soda. Maybe grape soda. Not so much cream soda. I drank the shit of that as a kid. The pink stuff? I ruined it for myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just ruined it for yourself. Man. Same with that, sour cream and When chips. that pink crush so uh, cream soda came out, though, shit, the shit was on. Yeah. That's all I gotta say about that. Why'd they make it pink? Pink cream soda. I can't do it anymore. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> can't crush it anymore? <laughs> yeah. I can't crush this anymore. <laughs> um, crush or C plus? Orange cola. Ooh. 
crushed. The answer's crushed. C plus you know has vitamin C in it. No, fuck that. <laughs> you, you care no, about fuck you. you care about the vitamin. You're, you're in this for the vitamins when you're yeah. drinking a fucking soda. Basically, shut up. Uh, really shut up. Orange soda. I really have no allegiances. It all tastes the same to me. I prefer a cream soda, maybe like a Stewart's. An orange cream soda. Yeah, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> that is my favorite. That is my favorite. <laughs> I I would prefer an orange cream soda over orange soda any day. If of the I'm week. gonna have sex, I'd prefer a threesome to a twosome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's got some not news for you. Okay. It's kind of all over the place. So you tell me what you think about it. All right. Um, so this is, you know, in the desert where people live? Because people yeah. live anywhere. Like, they'll, they'll oh, yeah. people will literally live anywhere. They live in known tornado they're, locations. Yeah, there's, there's no off limits. Yeah. Uh, so Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, apparently they're doing this thing where the, the hydro company down there. Yeah. Called P, uh, PNM. Okay. Can actually uh, moderate your air conditioning and your temperature in your house if you let them. So huh. they're doing this campaign where you get $25 off your hydro bill. Uh, I don't think it's even hydropower down there. Whatever they use <laughs> for power down the yeah. desert. Uh, they would take $25 off your bill monthly if they can control your air conditioning. What this means is during peak hours of the day, you lose control of your air conditioning <laughs> yeah. and it tries to murder you and you have to escape. Become uh, self-aware. Yeah, yeah. It tries to take you down. Uh, you're shaking the microphone. <laughs> Sweet. There we go. Um, and uh, so it's a little, a couple degrees warmer. So, like, if you prefer a 72 degree house, or a 69 to 72 is usually the range people are looking mm-hmm. for, uh, it might be upwards of a 78 to an 80. And the thing is, this is the fucking That's desert. Kind of hot, yeah. That, yeah, so it's, it'd be uncomfortably hot. The in your desert house. is the one place where I definitely want to be in control of my AC. Yeah, I mean, if you live there already, you probably are better at taking the 78 to 80 degree temperature. But Maybe. here's the thing. There's a difference between being outside in 80 degrees, yeah. but then there's also the fact that... When most you're inside, my... there's no breeze. Yeah, there's when no, a lot of uh... cases when you jump in your car and you're like, holy shit, this car is an oven, yeah. that's 80 degrees. Yeah. So that's consider being in your house, <laughs> being in that, that temperature where you Spend you're a lot like... of time in the basement, basically. Yeah, basemently. Basemently. Um, but that's... I, I, like, listen... Kind of a first world problem. So you're going to live in the fucking desert. You know, deal with the fact that it's going to be hot. And yeah. the idea here is that we got to stop people from using air conditioning on full blast. Everybody's using air conditioning full blast yeah. in the middle of the day because they want to be comfortable. Because it's the desert. Because they decided <laughs> to live in the desert uh, to prevent brownouts and blackouts. Because the worst possible scenario would be, guess what, motherfucker? No one has any air conditioning. Yeah. So it's either you take 78 degrees and you like it or you take 101 degrees and you just old people just be passing away. Yeah. Like just grandma's dead. Just color yeah, the numbers there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grandma, get in the tub with a bunch of ice. I can't. Are you melting? Oh, no, Grandma. No. no. <laughs> Her head just kind of... <laughs> um, it's terrible, but it's true. Yeah. And unfortunately, the desert's like a really big retirement. Like Texas and Phoenix. Florida. Like, and like and Florida. These, yeah. Huge, huge retirement community. Old people, why you like it so hot? What's going on here? Uh, maybe hot's better than cold for, for old, old people? Po- I don't know. I don't want to die. Well, personally, I'd never move somewhere like the Arctic or some shit. That'd be fucked up. I yeah, I move to like a, a place that's like temperate year round. Like yeah. if somewhere was like cool, like fifteen degrees year round, like some Europe or like Banff. That'd be or like that, well, that'd be like Halifax and shit. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. A lot Absolutely. of rain though, but precipitation right. in general. Yeah. yeah. But hey, you're in a house. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, it's yeah not you're old. You. you don't got yeah. You've seen shit already. Yeah. You living on this earth that long? You don't need to see shit. Move to Halifax, live on a cliff over yeah. the ocean. It'd be awesome. Do it. <laughs> do it. I want you to do it. Eat yeah. lobster all Live in a lighthouse? Yeah, yeah. There's tons. <laughs> That's oh, what yeah. I understand of the Maritimes. Build your own. Mar- fucking lighthouses all over the goddamn place. Do you think 
Never mind. You think there's too many lighthouses? Do we really still need lighthouses in a world with GPS? Yeah. Do we really... Is that just like a romantic thing? It's just like, keep the lighthouses going. No, it's more like the last ditch thing. It's like... Einstein said, end, if all the lighthouses disappear, mankind will cease to exist. Oh, well, bees. It was bees. Bees. Yeah. Was it Einstein? It was Einstein. Uh, I don't know about Einstein, but it was definitely the bees. Okay. It wasn't lighthouses. No. Okay, I misquoted. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's the last ditch thing. In the end, you still want to be able to have that comfort that, oh, I can see that the shore is... There right it there. is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We should put up a big light fence that makes, like, you know, lasers... Yeah. Those, like, flat lasers you I can know do? Lasers. It should be, like, at nighttime, there's, like, the, the oh, beach those. laser. It shines it Listen, like, I'm right, just right onto the, the future. Uh, windshield. Can we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Far, Far Cry Blood Dragon had some shit like that, like the laser fences yep. and shit. Why can't we have that now? It's a good question. Bullshit. Uh, 11-year-old boy impregnates friend's mom. Worst friend ever. Like Seriously? Yeah. You, go, <laughs> you got my mom pregnant? <laughs> You're 11? How'd you do it? <laughs> is, it <laughs> is a turkey baster full of someone else's semen? Of his own semen. <laughs> he collected it that he got from the future he concentrated it uh, an 11 year old Auckland boy fathered a child after having sex with a school friend's 36 year old mother contact between the boy and the woman reportedly began right around April of last year okay she's 36 11. yeah well she might be hot then she's irregardless if she's hot or not this is just kind of shitty it was a teacher she's in de- she's impartial there's like some SS the, shit the teacher's no, you're not your friend's mom this is like cause this kid's yeah. not only first of all this is, yeah it's it's rape the, that, weird, that weird rape where it's just like, hey, this isn't cool even though both parties were consenting. He's an 11-year-old boy. Well, that's like, that's like legal rape. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But uh, the whole thing with this is, I mean, that's that's like a, you don't, you don't fuck your friend's mom. Especially, you don't. You don't especially impregnate your friend's mom and then your your brother, your half-brother is like you and your mom, <sighs> your friends. I don't know, man. You're 11. How long have you been friends with this kid? Like a year, two years? You go to her house like this... She's like, oh, he's not home Listen, right now, and she just starts. How like, much do you really like your friend? <laughs> you go over to you go over to your friend's house. Oh, he's he's not home. He'll be back in he'll be back in a couple hours. She's showing off her huge cleavage and shit. She's yeah, like yeah. coming on to you, bending over and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She starts taking off your pants. How do you how do you say no to that? Hey, your eleven year old cock's just ready to explode. Yeah, yeah. It's on the verge of rupture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, apparently. Um, the woman, um, here we go. The woman's son took a day off school and encouraged his friend to do likewise, spending the day at his house, which, cool mom. Oh, yeah. Uh, leading off the story. Uh, during the course of the day, the woman gave the boy beer. Why is the beer necessary? Did, would you have ever needed beer if some older lady was just like, I'm gonna suck your dick? Would you be like, I need to get drunk? And again, 11 years old. I just thought beer tasted gross at 11 years old. Yeah. Like, o- only until recently when I was just like, I could go for a beer. Yeah. When I was 11, I'd be like, I could go for pussy, yes, but I'll settle for Kool-Aid. Like, Kool-Aid and pussy? Yeah. Way better than beer and Kool-Aid to an 11-year-old. Legos and pussy? Yeah. A dangerous combination. Oh, yeah. Deadly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and later took part in sexual encounter with him. The sexual uh, contact continued for a norm- number of months after the initial encounter. The boy had turned 12 by the time the child was born. Social services took the baby into care about two months ago. The boy approached his principal in his office about two-thirds of the way through 2012 school year and told him that he had disclosure to make. You won't be very happy with me, he recalled the boy saying. He said he, uh, he had been having sex with his friend's mother and it needs to stop. Um, listen, you can fuck your friend's mom... Or you could tell on your friend's mom. You can't fuck your friend's mom and tell on your friend's mom. Seriously. Uh, and I know it's it, the woman's in the wrong as a thirty-six-year-old woman yeah. taking advantage of a young boy, but uh, uh, you can't. You can't. That that has to be taken into account, especially when it's the the flip-flop 
uh, not when it's the flip flop yeah. of this. And what's so inherently sexy about an eleven year old boy? Because uh, that's her son is the <laughs> same age. Farts. Let's play Legos. So sexy. <laughs> her her son is the same age. Yeah. As that boy. So it's like she's fucking her son. Maybe she has an incest fetish. I don't know. Maybe she does. And this is the closest she could get to it without it being gross. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Trevin, you like ranch dressing? I really do. Would you like ranch dressing in soda form? No. <laughs> I wouldn't like anything salty in soda form. Please no. Lester's Fixins is known for making some unique and not always appreciated sodas. <laughs> With flavors like buffalo chicken wing, peanut butter and jelly, and bacon, it's hard to understand why. Okay, peanut uh, butter and jelly would be good. It's not hard to understand why. Um, yeah, apparently people who have tried to uh, to drink it um, note Couldn't. that the, the smell is enough to... No, not happening. It's like, look, it's liquid ranch dressing that you drink with carbonation. You don't want... That's the... the why? No. Jones does that in the States. They do, like, the, the Thanksgiving flavor oh, yeah, pack. Like Canadian and, like, the gravy maple, and like, Yeah, Canadian... Uh, what was it? Canadian... There was a Canadian one? It was a... Uh, maple syrup flavor. Maybe it was maple syrup flavor. would make sense to me. Because they've made that for years. No, but... that's what it was. They made a poutine flavor. Why? Like, you'd skip maple syrup and go to poutine, you fucking idiots. <laughs> it's soda! <laughs> Make beer-flavored soda. Yeah, fucking whatever. Anything. They already have those cool little duels. Yep. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to read you this story, and I want you to try to make make sense of what happened. I read this, and I wasn't going to put it in the thing, because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's nonsensical. I'll try and piece it together. This, this news story from uh, Live 5 WCSC makes no sense from South Carolina. A 16-year-old boy in Myrtle Beach may face charges after his ex-girlfriend told police he told her to cut an apology into her arm and tried to make her eat sticks. At around 11.30 a.m. on Saturday, a Horry County police officer uh, responded to a home on Carolina Farms Boulevard in Myrtle Beach where the 16-year-old victim's mother told the police she feared for her daughter's safety. She whoa, said her whoa, daughter... Whoa, 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 hold on. Okay, you lost me, you lost me. Okay. After sticks, continue. I- uh, the the cops responded to the uh, okay. a mother's house who was afraid for her daughter's Unrelated. safety. Was afraid afraid for her daughter's safety. Her daughter is the woman, the girl in this story. Okay, her daughter's the one that the boyfriend yeah. was. Okay, yeah. She said her daughter walked from the farm subdivision to Avalon to apologize to her ex boyfriend in order for him to stop bothering her. The okay. daughter told police that while walking down a path earlier that day, her ex boyfriend got in front of her and would not let her leave. She says he grabbed her neck and tried to cut her hair with a Swiss army knife and then stabbed her with the corkscrew. The report states the boy then handed her the knife with the blade out and told her to cut an apology into her skin. The girl said uh, after she refused, the suspect stole her glasses. Okay. (laughs) Authorities say the boy then agreed to trade her glasses for his knife and when she got her glasses back, she ran to a public area and dropped the knife. The victim said at one point during the incident, the boy grabbed her hair and tried to make her eat small wooden sticks from the ground. The police report uh, says officers tried to reach the boy to follow up on their investigation and have not yet been able to do it. What the fuck? It's pretty confusing. The big gap here okay, is so they're, between locations. They're broken up. Yes. She went to his house He's to apologize. about it. Yeah. She went to his house to apologize. Yes. Earlier the- that day. Or on the way to his house. Maybe he intercepted her. But, but the way they, they phrased it was just like, she was on her way there. Yeah. And then earlier that day, this happened. Yeah. Not while she was on her way there or on her way back. Earlier that day, this all happened. And then she went to apologize for throwing his knife away? No, no, no. Because the, uh... the mom called the cops when the girl came home and noticed that the girl was like all stabbed and she had like twigs in her teeth or whatever the fuck. Okay, the way I see it happening is there, uh, she's going to his house to apologize. He intercepts her on the road. 
on the dirt road path to his house in the, well, the Swiss Army knife, yeah. like a real creep. And he's well, he lives in a farm, man. He has no social interactions. So, uh, <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Why you break up with me? You're the only girl in a truck county area, damn it! So, uh. You're the only girl without a mustache five miles around. Yeah, he's all butthurt God about damn. it. He's like. Carve an apology into your arm. He's like, fuck you, why'd you break up with me, stabby stabby? And then. He tried to cut her hair first. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna cut your hair. She's like, fuck you, get off me. He's like, whoop, stab with a corkscrew. Uh, she's he, like, he utilized every yeah. part of that Swiss Army knife. Then he's like, I'm gonna keep stabbing you if you don't, uh, cut an apology into your own arm. And then... Which is a little dramatic. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I'll do it. And then he gives her the knife. And she's like, fuck you. It's my knife now. Get the hell out of <laughs> and here. And he's like, well, fuck you. I took your he's glasses. Like, fuck you. I have your glasses. I'll give your glasses back. You give me the knife. She's like, okay. Start by giving my glasses back. He's like, all right. <laughs> no, you got me the knife. And she's <laughs> like, no, no, no. Give me the glasses and then I can see. I don't want to stab you. This by guy you. sounds like a complete idiot and she sounds like she'd be kind of smart. So he's like, okay, here you go. She's like, thanks. And she runs. Yes. Now that she has her eyesight back. She gets to the park. He uh, probably follows her all the way to the park. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck you, give me my knife back. She's like, no. He's like, eat sticks, bitch. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's like, make me. He's like, okay. <laughs> you know, then she goes home in tears and sticks. <laughs> well, calls the cops. Knives and sticks may break your bones, but... Uh, the uh, cops will never hurt you. <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. Alleged Nazi SS commander found living in Minnesota. There's gotta be tons of Nazis that just got away with shit. Fucking sticks. <laughs> you made her eat sticks. You, eat sticks. you gotta eat uh, sticks. That's all that's around. Sticks. <laughs> Fistful of sticks. Um, po- <laughs> Polish prosecutors have oh. pledged to help U.S. investigators bring to justice a 94-year-old man living in Minnesota who is accused of being a former commander of a uh, Nazi SS unit responsible for killing scores of women and children during World War II. Which is like the worst kind of Nazi. Is this why The Witcher 2 won't come to, uh, The Witcher 3 won't come to Poland? <laughs> Yes. Okay. That's what this. Uh, a lengthy investigation across six countries led to the Associated Press to discover Michael Karkok uh, living quietly in Minneapolis. Uh, Karkok is accused of leading an SS-led Ukrainian self-defense legion, an organization whose members massacred civilians and resistance fighters throughout Ukraine and Poland, and it helped suppress the Warsaw Uprising. Wait, so uh, this guy's like an of-the-era Nazi or this, a new neo-Nazi? This wasn't... No, this guy's like... He's 94 years old, dude. Okay, he's yeah. a Nazi in he's, he's of the era, yeah. Uh, this guy wasn't, like, a Nazi commander who was, like, rounding up Jewish men or, like, fighting the Polish uprising. Yeah. This guy was in charge of a unit whose sole purpose was to go to small towns in Poland and kill women and children. Yeah. That's the worst kind of Nazi. I don't know. The ones who had to kill all the babies and everything. That's this guy. Well, yeah. This, this guy was, like, he was coming into your home and shit, and he's just like, hey... Uh, members of the Legion were barred from entering the U.S. after the war. Documents obtained... Because if you were a Nazi soldier, I think if you were lower down the ranks, you were just allowed to reintegrate yourself into society. Which... Probably. You never really think about it. You're just like, the majority of people... The next generations and generations of, of German people, many of them came from Nazi grandfathers yeah. and grandmothers. Uh. Um... Sexy so guy, Nazi grandmothers. <laughs> is it that this guy never gave up Nazism, or it's that he was a Nazi and they tracked him down? No, it's that he entered the U.S. under false pretenses. Oh, okay. and he's wanted for war crimes. Oh, he's still and they fucking for war found him. Okay. this many years later, like this guy's like got a like he's got both feet in the grave. They're just he's just yeah. waiting to get buried, and they're just like motherfucker, we found you, and you're being prosecuted for war crimes. Who cares about the fucking trial? He's gonna die tomorrow. Just shoot him, just on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Get, like, the, the great-great-grandson of one of the... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I never met my grandfather, but I could have fucked you! <laughs> 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 
Um, no, but they're, they, uh, they're apparently... Germany wants him, because Germany prosecuted yeah. high-ranking Nazis after the war. Poland wants him, because that's where he committed his war crimes. And the U.S. wants him, because he's hiding in the, the U.S. and he lied about yeah. getting in there. So this guy's... this. It, He's got nowhere to go. But I can't go back there. Yeah. Uh, I just... This is better than him dying without ever being found, I think. Because he's a Nazi, let's be honest. Okay. Whether he did it 50 years ago or he did it yesterday, this guy murdered a bunch of women and children oh. and should probably... He's had an awesome life. I could say yeah, but I mean, a lot of the Nazis had no choice, man. It was either be a Nazi or die. Yeah, but like... Yeah, but it's war, war crimes is war crimes. I now, guess. on the flip side of this... Don't don't get me wrong. There are many world leaders currently living uh, that also deserve to be prosecuted for war crimes, uh, <laughs> but that's that's not what we're talking about. Like here. I'd say, prosecute the guy who gave him the orders. I mean, he didn't just of Hitler? his own volition walk into these other towns and say, "Let's start killing them all, boys." Yeah, but he he is responsible as a high ranking. Not he should. He's got to pay for his crimes. And, uh, I guess. and and instead of like, come, maybe there was a lesser sentence back then. Maybe it was like, hey. Come forward, and it's going to be what it's going to be, but it's, it's going to suck, but it's one thing. Yeah, 40 this guy, lashes. He's like, yeah, fuck, this I, guy I don't escaped want 40 the country and entered the U.S. under false pretenses for 50 years. They're going to fucking get this done. And it's going to be like, it's going to be the saddest day when they hang a fucking 94-year-old Nazi, but hey. I wonder what's, um, I mean, we're almost out of like World War One veterans at this point. World War Two veterans. Nazis, is, Jesus. Yeah, well, uh, it's one of the greatest blunders of mankind. I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I guess he's had his run. He had his day in this. Sun. I mean, he's ninety-four, and he's yeah. got to live a full life in the free world that you know he fought against. I'd say just put him in prison until he dies of old age. Uh, I think what the difference? A ninety-four-year-old man would probably be murdered. A ninety-four-year-old Nazi would probably be murdered immediately, or he'd become the king of the prison. <laughs> or put him in like a, a like solitary confinement. Yeah. Or put him say everything's cool, and in the middle of the night, have a bunch of uh, stage actors dressed as Nazis come in and murder him. <laughs> How do you like it? <laughs> this isn't the first story like this I think I've mentioned on a podcast. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this. There were those City... uh, Nazi girls who changed their ways after smoking weed. What? I I remember that as one like of back in the day. Stories. Yeah, man, uh, like terrible. No, terrible... they were neo Nazi girls. They're all like they grew up in a neo Nazi household. Oh, just being like and super, they're like little girls, super and, like, racist and supremacist. And yeah. Shit. And then uh, they just uh, they smoke they weed, they're smoking just weed like, and they're like, fuck it. Black people are cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Hey, man, weed. We got a weed story coming up, actually. It's, it's next. So uh, get ready for a weed story, everybody. Okay. Prepare yourselves. Mm. Any way you think necessary. It mm. is a sappy story, though, mm. so it might not be best enjoyed on weed. It might make you a little sad. Okay. So we'll get there. Uh, parents who send their school to an elite New York City private school are outraged at one recent English class assi- assignment to write a personal suicide letter. Oh, we did this story. This is a different one. Oh. This is not the same letter. Yeah. Shit. This is not the same uh, same school and stuff like that. Uh, this is a recent story. That's what I said. We, we have done a story like this before. Yeah. Um, apparently this one uh, had to do specifically with the, with the story The Secret Life of Bees. In which the main character apparently commits oh, suicide. I think I've heard of that, but I've never um, actually read it. I liked it better when it was called Dead Post Society. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, students from the Upper West Side private facility, so, uh, some as young as the age of 14, were required to write a goodbye letter as an offshoot lesson plan from the best-selling book and movie, The Secret Life of Peace. Um, the teacher told the students to include in their letters the rationale for their suicides. And that's... You're putting anyone in a dark place when you're just like... 
I don't want to kill myself. I like my life. Okay, but if you were going to yeah. kill yourself... Write down why you would kill yourself. But I don't want to kill myself. I'm completely happy, and suicide's the last thing on my mind. Or it's against my religion, yeah. or it's any number of reasons. anything that would cause you to kill yourself. But if you were going to yeah. kill yourself... Why would you? Like, you, you, you're ugly. <laughs> why yeah. would you... Uh... Have, have a tutor help them? Yeah. Well, uh, you're very unattractive, especially f- for a child. Yeah. <laughs> Give me five minutes with each of these kids, and I'll find a reason for them to kill themselves. <laughs> Uh, apparently a lot of the kids came home all upset, and now the parents are all butthurt, as they should. That's a fucked up assignment for a kid to write a suicide note. Uh, like, you can bridge What grade? T- what grade? Well, they're 14. Oh, they're fucking fine. That's your first year of high school. You're good. Yeah, but that's also when, like, the highest chance of them committing suicide is, is it not? Uh, Going maybe. into high school for the first year? Uh, y- no, man. You can bridge the topic of suicide, as they do with this book, and as we did in high school with it. You, you did some kind of thing with, with suicide. Uh, the Giver, back in grade the giver. 7. Yeah. Yeah. We did, uh, we did Dead's Post Society. That wasn't suicide. That was just death, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was well, also it, fucked up. One way or the other, you, you, you bridge the topic, right? Yeah. Uh, to, to write a suicide letter is probably not the goodbye my parents i've committed suicide because of my freckles that's just gonna bring everyone down yeah that's fucking a bummer man um and there's like the popular kids who are like oh suicide i didn't get enough pussy there's the kids who actually are on the verge of killing themselves they actually got to write up this damn there's the kids who got too much pussy yeah yeah way too much pussy i can't handle it anymore (laughs) dad i can't have any more pussy um so finally we have a kind of a sappy story here about a man who grew a lot of marijuana. But here's why. Uh, on Tuesday of this week, a resident of Bluffton, South Carolina, a lot of Carolina stories this week, hmm. uh, was charged with drug trafficking after 137 pot plants were found in his backyard. Uh, the resident, a 66-year-old man named Frank Dennis Peters, turned himself into the authorities. Uh. Peters claims he has been growing the marijuana to assist his wife of 40 years, who suffers from fibromyalgia and oh, chronic obstruction pulmonary disease. The drugs increase her appetite and help her sleep, according to Peters. His wife has been ill for some time and needs help every couple of hours uh, for her treatments, Peters added. I have a moral obligation to make my wife as comfortable as possible. Uh, he says, the neighbors had not reported the plants. Neighbors were like, they understand why he's growing pot. Mm-hmm. They know he's not selling it. Uh, though he had been growing them for some time. He believes that a guest at his neighbor's house most recent party must have notified the authorities. Peters welcomed the police into his home voluntarily and made some coffee while they confiscated his plants. As his wife's sole caregiver, Peters was given some time to make arrangements for her uh, before he turned himself into the local authorities. He was released on Tuesday from the Beaufort County Detention Center uh, on his own reconnaissance. Um, under current law, medical marijuana is legal in South Carolina. You have to remember that in the United States, within one country right now, some places marijuana is so illegal that it's like yeah. an immediate, the rest of your life Not in jail. Not even growing, just possession. And in other places, yeah. you can smoke it in front of a cop. Yeah. You can smoke it with a cop. You can grow it. Yeah. You can smoke it. Can't sell it. Still illegal. but you Unless can, you're like licensed yeah. to sell it. Yeah. You can grow it, smoke it, yeah. do whatever you, you want. You can give it away. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't Throw it take people. money for it. Um, I mean, you, you can probably trade a couch for it or something. Yeah. Like off the private sale. Whatever. Barter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under current law, medical marijuana is is uh, sorry, medical marijuana is legal, but only if purchased from a South Carolina's Department of Health and Environmental Control. You see how it works. Mm. However, the department has never actually distributed any marijuana, according to the department spokesman. The law is thirty three years old. South Carolina oh. has never given out a spliff of free weed. Okay, so it's one of those like legal loopholes where the government's like. Oh yeah, it, it's legal. Well, but there's other countries we, we aren't selling. There's, it. Other there's other states where like medical marijuana license is like super easy to get, yeah, but they keep shutting South down. Carolina, uh, not one of them. Yeah, they've shut down all the dispensaries and everything. Uh, Peters 
Peters. <laughs> Peters does not match the description of a typical drug trafficker, though his case is hardly rare. Earlier today, a jur- uh, jury in Loveland, Colorado, convicted two doctors of writing an illegitimate uh, medical marijuana license. The doctors were 63 and 73 years old. Uh, so this guy clearly had no intention of selling weed. There's no proof that he sold weed. He's had a, He had enough growing mm-hmm. that intent to sell was assumed. And I don't know, man. That guy seemed like he's not the problem. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's be honest here. Um, but anyways, sappy story. Hope that guy ends up okay. I hope his wife's okay. Same That's, here. Yeah. Hope his wife smokes all the weed. Yes. So, it, it, because that story is now like a public story, shouldn't they be able to be like, you know what, I'm not going to grow pot anymore because you've, you've caught me and I'm sorry for skirting the law, but okay, can I get a medical marijuana license for my, my wife? And they're going to be like, no. <laughs> yeah. She gets to be in pain for the rest of her life. We have this. We have this herb. Yeah. We have this. We have this plant that does nothing but help this woman. No. There's no long term effect, and she cannot have access to it. No. Nope. Not that she would have to worry about long term effects with like fucking microfibalgia yeah. or whatever the fuck she has. Anyways, box office from the past. But you week. know she can drink herself and smoke herself dead if she wants. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And she's encouraged to because yeah. the government makes money. Um, <laughs> there you go. So box office from last week located mm. over there in the room as I'm pointing. Yeah. Uh, the Purge at number one with thirty four million dollars. The Purge is the movie where it's just like one day where there's no laws. Oh yeah, that one. So people like wait a year to like murder people and like that's the day. And apparently uh, the movie boils down to a home invasion movie, which people were kind of like, ah, oh. yeah, it's a really cool concept. And it boils down to like the Panic Room, where you're just like, well, any movie could have this in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fast and Furious Six still at number two with nineteen million dollars. Now you see me at number three with nineteen million dollars. The Internship seventeen million. Apparently a shitty movie, but if you watch the trailer. Or a commercial for that movie, you knew it was kind of... It was Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson. People were expecting Wedding Crashers, and instead they just got shitty. Yep. <laughs> uh, Epic at number five. Star Trek Into Darkness at number six. After Earth at number seven. Hangover Part 3 at number eight. Iron Man at number nine. And Great Gatsby at number ten. Of course, the big story this week, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel, Superman. Superman is in the movie yeah. theaters. Apparently a piece of shit. Um, uh, I gotta go go check that shit out. I don't know, people... It's It's split. There's the, the hoity-toity people that... Well, yeah, it depends who's reviewing it. If it's the people who want to see an Avengers, yes. they come to the wrong place. Uh, apparently, the, the hoity-toity amongst the movie reviewers were expecting a cerebral experience of some kind with a Superman movie, and what they got was Avengers. And then the comic book fans that went to yeah. see Avengers or The Dark Knight with they Superman... They wanted explosions and fucking uh, They got plenty of up. that, but, but just shitty characterization. Um... Superman does some pretty egregious things for Superman in wow. this movie. Apparently, um, like th- like boundaries that Superman does not cross. They well, he is fighting non-humans though. He's fighting Zod, yes, but they destroy Metropolis. Okay, like yeah, millions of people die the in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Forty-six million dollar take on Friday. I heard it's closer to fifty-six million uh, on Friday, which is a great, great thing. And you know. Uh, from the, the trailers look great for this movie. The Superman trailers look fucking phenomenal. I will see this movie still, um, but I don't know. I, I'm like I'm not a Superman fan. Okay, I am a fan of, of superhero movies. Well, I'm though, not obviously, a fan of super- I, don't, I can't think of anyone who's just a diehard Superman fan. They exist, man, and they're uh, That's weird. Yeah, because I and I guess they're still looking for that that Superman. That's like comic book Superman, which is weird because we haven't had that yet. Yeah. Like, the Christopher Reeve Superman still comes the closest. And comic book Superman isn't even particularly deep. <laughs> no, it's he's a very shallow character, and anything they do to deepen the character just makes it weird and yeah. unlikable. Because he has um, no... You can't give a flawless man flaws. No. He's an alien. Yeah. 
and you keep making him fight Lex Luthor, who's just yep. a... We've been over this. I'm just trying to work! <laughs> ah, yes. Affordable low-income housing for all these people built on these marshlands. I don't think so, Luthor. <laughs> but these... <laughs> He's already flying away with them. <laughs> Drops him in a field. Now you can till the land like the salt-of-the-earth people who live here. Uh... Um, (laughs) off the heels of George Lucas and uh, Steven Spielberg saying that the price of a movie going is going to go up, uh, and it's already ridiculously high. Yeah, but like going to the movies will maybe cost fifty bucks, hundred bucks to one hundred fifty bucks. As George Lucas was just like just George Lucas, who's just talking into a microphone at this point. Uh, Coming off of that, the day after Paramount uh, announces they'll be offering a fifty dollar mega ticket for World War Z or Z. (laughs) Depending <laughs> on where you see it, yeah. uh, which is the Brad Pitt PG thirteen zombie movie, where they can say shit wow. every hour and a half, and you can't show any real violence. Yeah, because they want all the kids to see the zombie movie. Uh, I don't know, man. I think theaters are falling by the wayside with this shit. It's well, they can't keep getting away with it. Movie like when you look at the box office numbers and you you adjust for inflation, pirating doesn't have the same uh, impact that we think it does. It may on DVD and Blu-ray sales, but definitely not a movie going. Yeah. Um, so it, what you get, let me say what you actually get with the $50 experience before we decide if it's not worth it or not. Keep in mind, a 3D ticket to a movie is between 13 and 16 bucks already yeah. in Canada. Um, so this is what you get for 50 bucks. You get uh, you get a, you get to get in. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, it's an advanced screening, so you get to see it like midweek before everybody else. All right. So there's that. People would probably pay 50 bucks just to do that anyways. Uh, but in addition to that, you get um, you get a three D three D glasses that are custom that you get to take home with you. Finally, you get a digital version of, or stream of the film when it comes out. So okay. you actually do get a copy of the movie when okay. it comes out. Okay. I thought I originally read this. I'm like, you get to download the movie before it comes out. <laughs> well, that's just asking for trouble. You buy a Blu-ray; it's about fifty bucks new. Uh, depends on the movie. The special editions are definitely forty to fifty, but typically they're the same price as DVDs now, which is yeah. Why are DVDs so expensive? You want to sell more DVDs and Blu-rays? Don't fucking make them so expensive. Yeah. Um, you want to sell everything. Don't make uh, more expensive. And you get a uh, huge movie poster and small popcorn. <laughs> no drink. You gotta pay for the drink. Yeah. Uh, so that's what you get. Ooh, 50 bucks though, man. I don't know. To see it early and you get that stuff. Uh, it's hard to say that... Almost, but 50 bucks is It's hard to say that a it. digital copy of the movie is of value when you haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Stuck with a permanent reminder of your wasted money. <laughs> hey, buy this video game and you'll get another copy of the video game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's Steam, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you get the gift copy of the video game. Uh, something that hopefully comes to fruition sometime I think, in the coming years. Star Wars Land coming to Disney World by 2018. Oh. If you have been to Disney World or Disneyland, I think Disney World only has it, but Disneyland might too. They have the uh, Star Tours. And in the Star Tours ride, oh, Star Tours. it's like the the room where you're like watching on screen and like shakes around. Oh, uh, the Star Wars ride? Yeah, it's called, yeah, Star, yeah, it's called yeah, Star Tours. I yeah. went on that. That was cool. And outside, they have like the huge Adat Walker and like the speeder and shit, and they have like the little Endor base, and that's where you go mm. to Star, Star Tours. Yeah. So I always you, thought it was weird. You that, got a big twisting pathway that goes like eight million yeah, loops around. Like, before Star Wars ever came to Disney, Star Wars was already at Disney. Yeah. As was MGM Studios. Because MGM Studios apparently closed, which is where they had like, the Indiana Jones show and all yeah. that kind of shit. And now it's going to be... They're apparently going to repurpose it as a Cars-related place. Uh, if you get to drive around in Cars, I guess that's cool. Uh, and then uh, and then Star Wars Land. Which, if they make a Mos Eisley Cantina oh, yeah. with animatronics... That's it, man. And you can order that blue drink, that Bantha beer or whatever... I may never leave Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might just go there and just be like, 
We don't serve their kind here. <laughs> Throw on some brown cloak, constantly sitting there in the candy. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with the hammerhead dude all day. That guy would have crazy stories. Just based on what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> he would have crazy shit to tell you. M. Night Shyamalan news. I, I threw this in for Ramil, who's not here, admittedly, but uh, M. Night Shyamalan, who's coming off the not-success of After Earth, revealed this week that uh, back in 1999, which was a big a big year for him, as uh, that's when The Sixth Sense came out, 1999, yeah. Sixth Sense came out, and he also, uh, Stuart Little, he had a screenplay credit on. So he had a busy year. <laughs> Apparently, it was a little busier than that. He ghost-wrote on She's All That, which is the Rachel Lee Cook, Freddie Prince Jr. movie, which uh, me and Ramil, I know, are big fans of Rachel Lee Cook. I believe you okay. are. Uh, Josie and the Pussycats? The lead chick. Okay. I know who you're talking about, but I've never seen her in anything else. Okay. Well, she was or in a, her a teen else, comedy right? called She's All That. Okay. And M. Night Shyamalan apparently wrote it. <laughs> oh. So this is basically M. Night Shyamalan That dude had range in cool. that particular year. She, uh, fucking She's All That, Sixth Sense, and Stuart yeah. Little. That guy was like, I can do anything, but I will choose to do shitty yeah. twist movies for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Game releases this week. Of course, E3 happened, <laughs> by the way. Um, uh, we covered that. We covered a, a preview of it. We didn't talk about what actually ended up going down. Really? Yeah. Oh. Consider when we recorded last. It was before last weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're going to do a little quick wrap-up real quick. But first, we'll talk about the video game releases for this week. Ooh. <laughs> um, excuse me. Nothing for Nintendo this week. The Last of Us came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. So PS3 exclusive. From Naughty Dog, we got an end-of-world scenario. I've played uh, a little bit of it. The first 30 minutes of that game were fucking phenomenal. Cool. Then it cuts to 20 years later, and I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm already bored. Because uh, it starts with, like, the beginning of... Uh, the Fall Man. <laughs> well, it begins with, like... Because it's a zombie game. Yeah. Let's not beat around the bush here. Except the zombies in this case are, like... They're uh, caused parasitic by... infection. Yeah. It's like a, a spore, mushroom-based infection yeah. that turns people into zombies. Uh, and then if they bite you, you also turn into zombies. So it's, don't make any mistakes, it is a zombie game. Yeah. Uh, and what the game actually is, is, what I didn't know, was it takes place in... I thought it was going to be like, uh, it's years after the apocalypse, um, the world is... The society is completely destroyed, mm-hmm. and these are like what the survivors are doing now. It's not. It's no. 20 years after this happens, and society exists. There's quarantine zones, there's, oh, yeah. a, there's a military... And these people are like, you gotta get this girl to an, a safe zone. Yeah. You gotta transport her. Yeah. I'm the transporter. <laughs> um, I'm a transporter. <laughs> I'm a transporter. Uh, the thing is, is uh, I don't like any game that has the stupid freedom fighter thing. Plotline, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Bioshock had it, and I'll, I'll deal with like Bioshock Infinite had Bioshock it. Bioshock had a lot of this stuff, but that going was okay. On. This one is like you have the the military, you have the guys who are like trying to get society back on its feet, and then you have the. The Fireflies, which are like the rebel faction that are just like, we're free, man. It's like, no, no, no. You'd all be fucking eaten if these people didn't. Yeah. And it's always a black chick who runs the rebel yes. faction now. In future games, uh, always double, a black double chick. Double minority. <laughs> 100% black chick. Black chick in the, a wheelchair. Yeah, in a wheelchair. <laughs> running the rebel faction with one eye yep. and uh, and a lisp. Uh, all <laughs> minority Yeah, town. just so, so just feel bad. Uh, but no, it's, it's all right otherwise. There's some really neat uh, improvisation. With the game mechanics in dealing with enemies, like uh, I was sneaking around this one thing, and I had to kick these guys, so I strangled all of them, like shivved them all. And there's this one guy left, and he's like sitting there, and he's like about to turn. And I'm like, if he turns around, it's gonna be, I'm gonna be fucked. Yeah. So I started sprinting towards him, and I picked up a two by four and just like knock him the fuck out. But like I felt like a badass because I didn't know that was gonna happen. Uh. I like I ran at him and pushed the punch button because I had a two by four. And I didn't know what was gonna happen. I'm like, do I just engage him in a fight? No, no. There was like a special animation. 
where the guy's taken by surprise, and I fucking knock him out. Cool. And then he's on the ground, like, and I, like, fucking kill him. And I'm like, that was really cool. Mm. And there's other parts of the game that are like that, which I find really neat. Uh, um, the guy was talking about, he was playing it as well earlier, and uh, he said, <laughs> Someone else was playing it? <laughs> yeah. He said one of the big problems was he never felt any real tension or fear. Like, everything was easily dealt with. Uh, and uh, his other gripe was that... Uh, the AI just constantly running around, jumping over shit. Your AI partners, the, which yeah. takes away from the immersion. And they can't be noticed by enemies. Yeah. So it's a big break in immersion where they could literally stand in front of an enemy and the enemy doesn't notice them. Like, I've seen this happen. Like, That's there was an enemy a... standing there and she was crouched right there next to him, talking to me, and he was just standing there. I'm like, I understand as a game mechanic why you yeah. don't want that to... But it's it's really bad breaking the immersion. Also, the game boils down to you throw bottles and bricks to distract enemies and then kill them or sneak by. That's the entire game. Wow. And there's one hit kill enemies. That's so uh, which is always though. cheap. So you have like the they're called clickers, which are the guys that have the crazy mushroom heads, and they come running at you and they kill you in one hit. Okay. So uh, what's kind of neat in the game? I'm gonna I'm gonna say a positive and a negative about the game. Mm-hmm. Your character gets dam wherever he gets damaged, like if he gets punched in the nose, you'll see his nose bleeding and That's shit, cool. which is super cool. Yeah. But doesn't carry over into cutscenes. Oh. However, if you get hurt in a cutscene, you get hurt in the game. Oh, okay. So if your guy takes a straight bullet to the leg in a cutscene, you come, you take control over him with like no health left. Okay. You come into him. That's kind of odd. Pause after come. <laughs> you come. You come. You take control of him. Time. You come, time, then you take control of him. Time lords. <laughs> Fucking guy, um, which I think was neat. But I got punched in the nose at one point. And I had he had like blood streaming all the way down, like just torrents of blood. Yeah. I'm like, that's really cool. And then the cutscene hits and the blood's gone. I'm like, oh. And then he gets punched in the cutscene and then he's hurt. And I'm like, okay, well, which is it? Yeah, come on, guys, make some <laughs> Like, really? Um, there is an upgrade system that's not unlike Zombie U. I found uh, it's kind of neat. And you have like a real time backpack thing. Okay. It's fine. It's a good game. It's. I, I don't understand how we gave Resident Evil 5 flack for using really outdated controls when Last of Us has the same controls. It's mm-hmm. tank-based. It's the, the strafe controls where you push X to turn around. Especially considering, I'd say the hype behind uh, Last of Us. Well, that game was perfect, hyped to hell and Perfect back, scores just, from everywhere. Yeah. So, like I said, the first 30 minutes of that game are really, really neat. Because you get to... And again, it's we, there's a billion zombie games and a billion zombie movies mm. and a zombie television show and zombies are everywhere. Yeah. But it was neat to see a, a Apocalypse start via the perspective of... You start as a little girl, actually. You start as, like, Joel's daughter. Mm. Uh, my, my, I'll get into spoilers because I'm not sure you care. I really don't Yeah. Uh, well, okay, spoilers for Last of Us. You start the game. Uh, you get to meet Joel and his daughter. Um... They're, they're, the voice acting's fine. The, the performance is completely believable. It's cool. Troy Baker, right. Booker, Troy Baker, or whatever his name is, is, uh, is, is Joel, who also played Booker in uh, Bioshock. It oh, doesn't okay. sound the same, Nolan North. Hey, that's good. This guy can actually <laughs> do different voices. Yeah. He's also playing um, Ocelot in uh, oh, the cool. new Metal Gear. So. Yeah. And in the trailer, it didn't sound like him. So you're like, oh, a voice actor who yeah. can change his voice? <laughs> Remember the, the days of yore? Yeah. Uh, so you start with this. They, uh, she goes to sleep. She wakes up to a, a, her phone's ringing, and it's her uncle who's like looking for Joel. And he's just like, you got to fucking... Shit's going down. I'm coming. Get get your dad for me. Uh, I got to go. Bip. And then, like, the phone cuts out. And she's like, okay. So you like get up, and you're like wandering around the house as the girl. And it's like, pretty tension a lot of scary you don't know what's going on you try to find your dad he's gone he, you know his phone's left all the shit the tv's on you're looking around this house for him and shit like that uh you see the tv's on they're talking about like this infection and shit like that and then you're just like oh shit and then you see like an explosion on the tv and then you like look at the window and you can actually see the explosion happen it's, like Crazy. some cool stuff yeah. and then uh you get into the kitchen and you just see like joel come flying in and he's just like holy shit man stay away from the windows and shit and the girl you're playing as a little girl at this point and she's like what what's going you're 
frightened, right? Yeah. And he's just like, the neighbors, they're not right. And it's like, uh, okay. So he, like, gets uh-huh. his gun out and shit, and he, like, loads it up. And, like, the guy's, like, the neighbor comes to the door, he's all bleeding and shit. And he's, like, patting at the door, and you're like, well, fuck. Um, so, uh, dude, dude comes through the window. Joel shoots him. Everybody's scared. Uh, the uncle shows up. They drive away. You, like, drive through this, like, little town that's, like, being... Fucked up by zombies. This is really, really cool. Like, yeah. Resident Evil doesn't even have this. Raccoon City sound really cool. in Resident immersion. Evil 2 comes close, but you're not just a, a dude. Or a girl at this point mm. in the game. Uh, you get into a car accident. She hurts her leg. You play as Joel now. You're carrying her out of town. Um, the uncle, like, go, goes pro-hero and, like, is like, oh, go ahead, I'll save you. Anyway, so you get to the edge of town. You're about to get to the highway because you want to leave town, understandably. And there's, like, a, the military showing up. And uh, you're being chased by fucking things the whole time, and he shoots them, and then he's just like, hey, stop, we got civilians here, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he gets orders to just murder everybody in the town. That was their solution. Oh. Which is a viable solution. <laughs> yeah. um, so he, he shoots at Joel and uh, What's-Her-Nuts. Joel gets out of it with just some grazes. Uh, the uncle shows up, shoots the fucking soldier, and then his daughter is dead. His daughter ate a bullet and dies in Joel's arms, and it's oh. just the last of us. And you're just like, shit, I'm in. That's a heavy 20 start. years later, Joel wakes up, and he's just like, ugh, what are we doing today? Well, we gotta go get the guns from the gang, and then I'm like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm so bummed at that point. I thought it was gonna be, like, there are 500% more people than I thought there were gonna be in this game. <laughs> I thought it was gonna like be like 20 years later, Joel is like jerking off into a fucking soup can. Yeah, he gets up, looks out his window, there's just nothing. <laughs> that's what I wanted yeah. and I'm very disappointed that is not what this game is uh, you end up es- uh, escorting what's her nuts Ellie or whatever the fuck her yeah. name is a lot uh, of people uh, uh, when Ellen, they make Ellen these Page. <laughs> when they make these post-apocalypse zombie games they never really play up the post-apocalypse part it's always like there's a ton of survivors there's millions and billions of, more zombies in one city than there are in America yeah. <laughs> people like, just I know it hasn't, there's not many, uh, in, in, in popular culture, we have this infatuation with zombies, there's not a lot of things that go into what happens when we try to reestablish yeah. society after a zombie apocalypse. I mean, the only other example we have is Land of the Dead, which I don't <laughs> recommend anybody watch. It had cool aspects, <laughs> but just overall sucked. <laughs> the zombie gets the gun, he leads all the other zombies in the uprising. <laughs> Holy shit, that was bad. <laughs> and like, two-thirds of the Super Mario Brothers cast are in it. Yep. <laughs> he's got the spear gun because that's because that's an effective zombie defense weapon. <laughs> yeah, but he's a badass. Um, anyways, that's the Last of Us, which yeah is a, an above average game as far as what I expected from the story. I haven't finished yet. I don't know where the story goes. From my understanding, it's what I think it is though. So mm. um, it's all right though. It seems like something I'd sooner watch than play. See how the story plays out. Really. Yeah, it's I, like it getting perfect scores does. Like, there's a lot of outdated stuff here. There's a lot, and and as far as immersion and story goes, I don't see it, man. There's this girl, and she's like, hurt at one point, and she's limping along, and she's like, "I'll make it, I'll be fine." So she's going, and she's got to jump over this little ledge, and there's like the ledge, and it's like a dumpster and a ledge, and then a bunch of paint cans, like a bunch of just paint cans that you can interact with because there's a bunch of stuff in the environment you can like kick over and shit like that. Okay. Just a pile of paint cans, and she's gonna go jump over this thing, and she's been she's been shot, she's wounded. You better believe she goes right through the paint cans and makes them Havoc dance all over the place. And I'm just like, okay, well, it's a video game, obviously. Yeah, showing off their physics. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, she had, there's paint cans, and then there's just clear sailing. Yeah. Goes through the paint cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't make sense. Uh, uh, it's like, oh, I better not step on these the spikes. I'm just going to go yeah. step on the spikes. Oh, no, I hope I don't fall through this glass pane. <laughs> uh, Contra Shattered Shul... Sh- sh- <laughs> Say the game. You know the game. 
Contra Shattered Soldier is available on uh, as a PS2 classic on the PS3. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. that's a uh, good game. I recommend you download Tekken Revolution when you get home. Really free to play Tekken. You, it's it's one on one Tekken based on the Tekken Tag Tournament Two engine. No load screens. The best Tekken game on the current gen. Oh. Except there isn't a lot to do. It's just fighting. It's just it's Tekken. Yeah. Uh, it's free to play in a weird way. It's not like you're like, oh, I gotta fucking buy, uh, I gotta buy fucking, uh, Christie and I gotta buy all these characters. No, no, no. You don't buy anything. What you do is you get, you log in every day and you get a certain allotment of points. These points can be used to either play rank matches, player matches, or the arcade mode. Via playing those modes, if you win, you get money and, uh, tickets and shit like that, which either are used as gift points to unlock more characters, the points are used to actually level up your characters, so people are actually on different playing fields. If you've been playing for a long time and you've completely leveled a character, she has like a double health bar and like extra attack wow, power and okay. shit like that. And then as you you can't, you, there's no way, even if you're like, take my $60, I want to unlock all the characters. You can't. It's a matter of actually being faithful to the game and playing okay. it to unlock stuff, which I like. Yeah. The only thing you can buy is platinum coins, which are used to play more. Hmm. So if you're like, you get your hour of play and you're like, ah, done for Tekken with today. Or but if you're like, you know what, I want to play another hour. It's like 99 cents and you can play for an hour. Which is an interesting free-to-play model, I have to say. Because uh-huh. the, other, the other ones are just like, your first so you character is free, you so pay you for So you have this like, daily allotment of points? Yeah, every okay. day you log in, you get points, and they can be banked. So as long as you're logging in, you don't have to fight, you're logging okay. these points. So let's say if Monday to Friday you're logging in, Saturday rolls around, you got five hours of free Tekken. Okay. I've played, uh, I've played a couple Flash games that work on that same model, and uh, I find myself coming back to them a lot. Mm. It's fucking free, dude. It's awesome. I got Ramil on this, fucking... It's great. And it's like the best, the most coherent Tekken game we've had current gen. Like, mm. it's really, really good. I No loading screens blew my mind. Because Tekken yeah. 6 was fucking terrible. The one thing that was a yeah. huge drawback was huge loading screens. Uh, we can also get the demo for Hatsune Miko Project Diva F. Oh. Which okay. is the uh, Vocaloid-inspired yeah. uh, rhythm yeah. game. Which is apparently a great... See? <laughs> <laughs> Was that a word? <laughs> uh, apparently it's a great game. People have imported it that I know. Uh, Ryan G from the store and Derek have both imported that game because it's region-free on the PS3. <laughs> that fucking commercial with that dude advertising the pizza and Hatsune Miku. He's just some old white guy. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Hatsune Miku. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Um, you don't know who Hatsune Miku is. Trevin, bring people up to speed here in North America. This is the first game she's in in North America, even though she shows up at every con. Oh, yeah. That's the first North American release That's she's true. been. Yeah, well, Vocaloid is like... um. So, you know Microsoft Sam, or, uh, what is it? Uh, Clippy. <laughs> yeah, um, Speakonia, or those yeah. little things where you type in words and it says in this robot uh, voice. you say Microsoft Sam, people immediately know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You have selected Microsoft Sam you as the... selected Learning House K Mike your computer's default voice. So, uh, Vocaloids are these little things in Japan. They're like that, but they, um, they sing musical notes, uh, and since Japan is a very, um syllabic language Japanese is a very syllabic language it's uh you have those little segments of speech that can sort of be rearranged to make other words so it's very easy to make a program that rearranges them to make words and sing them in an order with you know notes that follow a coherent kind of pattern mm-hmm. so it's uh they're basically little singing robots and they make these little characters to correspond to the different voices and versions of them uh Hatsuno, Hatsune Miku is probably one of the most advanced the other ones sound like uh nightmare engines <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit, no! Uh, but... The other little characters, and yeah. Hatsune Miku is probably the most popular. And then um, eventually she got, like, tall and sexy. Uh, yeah, and they, uh... Like she's, everything she's in showed up in a bunch of little Japanese games and other things, and, uh, she's a little bit of, like, sort of, sort of like a virtual pop icon in Japan. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, first time appearing here in the NA. I'm uh, looking forward to that game actually. Like we gotta try the demo out. Apparently, it's a really good rhythm game. Might like be cool. Yeah, I, I I could probably care less for the music and content, but you might just change your mind. Uh, I mean, look at something like Katamari Damacy or something like that. Yeah. You like listen to that music, you're like holy shit, this is really catchy and, and fun. Sometimes they do duets, the little uh, <laughs> the little robot characters. Well, all the characters are featured yep. in this as tall, sexy. Oh, ladies, okay. So. Uh, quick, Trevin, uh, if you are listening to this, chances are you've already followed along with E3 and you know all about Xbox Done and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one way or another, if you're listening to this, you're not in the dark on video games, so we won't discuss every single thing that was announced yeah. at E3. We don't have the time, and we don't want to because that's all I've been no. fucking doing all week. It's what Seriously. I work in. Like, we could go on Seriously, for hours. it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> we, we, we could go on for hours describing this whole thing, really. So let's sum it up. Okay. Uh, what did we you start, like at Microsoft? We start with Microsoft's presentation. What mm-hmm. didn't I like? Yeah. In general, what did you like oh, or what didn't did, like about Microsoft? Uh, I liked Killer Instinct coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked... <laughs> you like that they completely fucked up, actually. I liked uh, the apocalyptic destruction of Microsoft's place in the gaming market. <laughs> like, I've never seen someone crash that hard as a company. In in one E3. In <laughs> one, like, hour-long time frame. Uh, uh, I also enjoy the Killer Instinct's coming back. I don't like it that it's a free-to-play model. I don't like it that it's an Xbox yes. exclusive, obviously. Well, you can, uh, if you buy the game at full price, you get all the characters. But their other model is... You, I didn't hear you, that. You get one. I hear that it's a free play game them. that is a downloadable game application on the console. Because remember, everything's online with the game, the console. Yeah. If they decide to release that as a free to play game and there's no disc version, you're you're fucked. No, no. It's either a, it's free to play. Well, they're models that you pay for the characters you use. Mm-hmm. So you start with one free one, and then you pay for any other character you might want. Well, how do you know what character you want unless you play it? Precisely. So Why you not could, just release it as a You could a also just drop some cash and you get a discount for getting them all. But uh, I, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> well, no. It's, uh, it's a very unfortunate thing to happen to I, uh, a cool franchise like Killer I like Stinks. Titanfall. I think it looks queer. It's from uh, the Respawn Entertainment, which is the guys who, used, who did COD, the good CODs. Oh, fuck, I missed the last like, couple minutes of the presentation. Uh, Titanfall, Titanfall is a first-person shooter, like kind of like Battlefield, but there's mechs. Oh, I missed that and one. The, it sounded uh, cool, though. the gameplay is actually balanced so that if you prefer to play as an infantry soldier or you prefer to play as a mech, you're actually balanced. Like, if you're on, on cool. foot, you have a jetpack and shit, and okay. you have as much chance of destroying a mech as a mech does of destroying you. That's cool. And as a mech, you have, like, all these cool things you can do where you, like, pick shit up and, like, throw it and shit. It's really, nice. really neat. Really sprawling maps. Uh, graphics are, unfortunately, brown. Uh, uh, but, uh, very brown. But look look cool. And it's going to be a PC game as well. Oh, that's and what, 360. That's what else I liked. Um, uh, another Dead Rising game. Yes. Uh, That's going I, for the COD audience. Thing I didn't like to quote <laughs> another Dead Rising game in this style. Yeah, very brown, very um, very very COD oriented. Very uh... well, apparently that's what they said in the in the uh, Capcom Direct uh, developer thing. Yeah, they're like we're going for a more mature uh, COD audience, yeah. which is uh, oxymoron in itself. Yeah, uh, open world Dead Rising though, fucking zombies enough. Really, like it just <laughs> it's too much. It's. Yeah. Uh, it's epic. Epic Zombies. <laughs> the video game. Epic Zombies, the video game. Epic. So epic. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I don't know, man. The, like, Microsoft was canceling uh, appointments. Fucking Joel, what's his nuts? Couldn't fucking... Oh. When they asked him what... Like, when Jeff Keighley, the Dorito yeah. Pope, who was asking the hard-hitting questions at E3, we gotta give credit to, uh, up to mm. that dude. Point blank, if you don't own the... If you don't have the internet, uh, what do you do? 
What do you do? You buy an Xbox One? And their answer was play Xbox Three. His answer was, in that case, we have a console for you. It's called the Three Hundred and Sixty. Yeah. And then Jeff was like, "So they shouldn't buy an Xbox One?" And he's just like, "I guess not." Like, yeah. and that's you don't even have an answer for that's that question. The president of Xbox. Yeah. Your answer is don't buy our new console. <laughs> like, if you don't really? have the internet, then you don't buy our new console. If you live in Poland, you don't buy our new console. Which yeah. We'll get to next. Uh, the Xbox One is supported in thirty-one regions, one of which isn't Poland. Yep. Where uh, the game Witcher Three is being developed exclusively. Yeah. Uh, so the the places that are, uh, are are actually allowed here we have Australia, Austria, Belgium, Brazil, fuck, Canada, Denmark, Finland, France, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Mexico, Netherlands, um, New Zealand, Norway, Russia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, uh, United Kingdom, United States. See, that's a good that's a good range of countries, but a better range of countries is all of them. Hey, can, <laughs> like I, can I tell you a does. very big country that's missing here? When it comes to video games? Is it, did we miss Russia? No. Oh. What's the most obvious country, aside from United States, that you would include on this list? Japan? Yeah, weird. Wow, yeah. Xbox One is not supported in Japan at launch. Fucking just shot in every foot that exists. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, if you live in one of the countries that's in the same region, in that it's like PAL, a PAL region country, yeah. you cannot import, because your, your IP will not be supported. Oh, okay. Also, the Xbox is region locked. Yeah, I thought so. So there's also your internet needs to be 1.5. They uh, MB SP. They've got they've got <laughs> nothing. FPS. They've got nothing going for them. No, I mean we don't have to we don't have to make fun of Xbox. They you can't. It's like making fun, fun of, of a clown, you know. Yeah, you it's can't. Just sad. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, you just pity them. Uh, on the flip side, Sony. Sony. Uh, Sony's cleaning up. Jack. Trin. Sony managed to sneak in. The one downside of everything, mandatory online multiplayer... Which the trolls are having a heyday with. But they managed to even get away with that because their whole presentation was basically, we can do all the shit Xbox One can't. Never has any company gotten a standing ovation for being like, all that stuff you're already doing, you can keep doing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Jack Trenton, who I always find very genuine... Mm-hmm. I like him as a, as far as like a billionaire who walks out on stage yeah. and just like, hey gamers, thanks. I I believe that dude. He like every other presentation is just like, here's what we want you to spend money on this quality season. That dude walks out and for five minutes he lays it down. He's like, this is how many of our systems you guys have bought. Thank you so much for buying it. Yeah. Uh, if you continue to support us, this is what we got lined up for you. And it's like very like, oh thanks. Like he realizes that. The future of video games lies in the hands of the people who have no always been playing video yeah, games. Microsoft has allied themselves with the industry, but the industry isn't giving money to the industry. Yeah. The consumer is giving money to the industry. Yeah. If no one's buying your product, it doesn't matter how great mm. and streamlined and how much money your product is making yeah. for you if no one spends money on it. And it's not the people who haven't bought any of your previous consoles who are going to be supporting your future. It's the people who have bought every one of your previous consoles. Yeah, like, Sony friends are staying Sony friends. Mm. Your ex-bros are the ones who are going to be buying your Xbox One, and you're yeah. losing them. Yeah. Pre-orders are 10 to 1 for PS4. And that's the other thing. The casual market, it's dried up. Everyone has a Wii now. They don't yeah. need any other... People who don't play video games don't iPad, need another Wii. Wii. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we, uh, we... <laughs> Jack Trenton comes out, he drops the mic at the end, of course, use yeah. games, support it on the PS4. Mm. Uh, PSN Plus will be mandatory, it's five bucks a month, people. You can fucking mm. afford five bucks. It's, if it's you as can't much afford as Xbox... five bucks a month, don't buy a $400 console. Well, the, the problem with it is, though, that after years, that shit adds up. Like, uh... But you're getting something for it, you're getting free games. You still get all the bonuses of PlayStation Plus. Well, yeah, I guess. And discounts. So if you if you download... If you one, buy a lot of games, that helps. But I buy like a game a year. If you buy maybe two, but consider there's there's games that uh, like indie games that are 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 free day one. Like there's stuff like that that happens all the time. There's games that 
I hadn't seen your PS3 recently, but I know you've actually bought or downloaded that are completely free. Yeah, it's, it's still though. DLC like, and stuff. There's no longer a choice is the thing. No. It, and that's, I mean, that's the problem, but at least you have way more freedom, obviously. And again, PlayStation 4 can be played offline. Mm-hmm. It's still a choice. And it, it costs as much as Xbox Gold used to, but keyword is used to, Xbox Gold still costs more. <laughs> yeah. And uh, video services are still free on the PS4. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the Xbox, you have to pay for Netflix and your Gold account to watch Netflix. Mm. So basically, uh, clean sweep by Sony. Yeah. Clean, clean. Indie supported. It was games. a big, big part oh, yeah. of it. And games. Yeah. Games they got, uh, they're showing off. Uh, honestly, Destiny. nothing exclusive to the PS4 that I'm no, like, no I need exclusives. a PS4 for. But uh, if all the multi-plats, you're going to be playing on your PS4 and obviously not Square the Xbox Enix One. Square brought it. Fucking Final Fantasy Versus 13 yep. is now 15. Looks good. It I'll does give it that. Good. I didn't even realize that I saw Final Fantasy and I'm like, ah, you know, pass. I'm not a JRPG yeah. guy. Then I found out it's actually a spin-off like a, what do you fucking call it? Like Crisis Core or yeah. Or dirt of but it's a main stuff. main entry. But it's series. a main entry. So, well, that's yeah. the thing they were saying is like we got, it's the future of Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy can't stay the way it was because we we clearly are fucking yeah. it up. <laughs> and there are people doing JRPGs who are still sticking to the old formula and doing mm. it great. They're still like appeasing Four the JRPG fans. Like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Kingdom Hearts three, which was a little early, admittedly, for Squareings to reveal, but <laughs> it's happening. Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. yeah. PS4 three hundred and sixty. Uh, rather, Xbox One exclusive. Um, so, real quickly, uh, to talk about, to sum up Sony, yeah, you guys nailed it. Uh, everything you, we kind of wanted out of you. As far as games, period, that we'll, we'll finish up on Nintendo first, actually. Uh, Nintendo's press conference was a direct conference. They didn't have a live presser. They had a yeah, pre-recorded they did a Nintendo one. Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Yet they still streamed it, which I found weird. I don't know why they wouldn't, like, upload it and then unlock it. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry about streaming issues and, like, delays and shit. Anyway, Nintendo uh, has made it very clear this E3 that they do not give three shits... E3 shits yeah. about uh, what Sony and Microsoft are doing. They mm. have completely embraced that they are a niche market. Yeah. If you are, if you feel you are too mature, or you've outgrown Nintendo, or you think it's casual yeah. bullshit, you don't understand the they, point of Nintendo. They don't care. Yeah. Uh, which I think is very important for Nintendo to have done because that's how I felt about them for a long time. Admit it, and yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. With Nintendo you. has to embrace what they are. Yeah. They're not a competitor in the other markets. They're going to have some of the the third party games that are coming out at the end of the year, but after yeah. that, they are going to be left in the dust. The PS4 and the Xbox One are going to move on. What does Nintendo have? They have their niche games. They have their exactly. Mario, their Zelda, their Donkey Kong. You play Nintendo Brothers. for Nintendo games. Exactly. And people are going to own one of the new Jackson consoles and a Wii U to play all those old nostalgic games. Yeah. If you don't like Nintendo, they don't care. They have two mm. more little kids that are pining for a Wii U, and yeah. that's the market they're going for, and I have no yeah. problem with people that. People are starting to realize that it's not about doing what the other guy does better than the other guy. It's about doing the things you can do that no one else can. Yeah, do what the other guy isn't doing, yeah. because there's going to be a market for it. Yeah, if you're yeah. doing what the other guy's doing, they'll just buy what the other guy's doing, he's been doing it longer. It's not that... It's with their hardware. Nintendo cannot compete with these two, mm-hmm. so they decided not to. They're exactly. going to compete with themselves as long as they're doing well on their own merits. The 3DS is selling right. ridiculously well, and Pokemon's not out yet. And Pokemon looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, no one's going to get their Zelda, their Kirby on anything else. No. And as long as they keep and people keep buying it, and understand that people are like, "Oh, we want Nintendo games on on third party." No, fuck you. Nintendo is... That's all they have. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo should fucking straight up buy Sega, I want to come out and say, that someone should buy Sega at this point. Get them out of the third-party market. You're going to keep doing exclusive games with them and shit like that. Mm. Fucking take them out of the running, Nintendo. Take them. Take Sega. Nintendo should buy Mega Man. <laughs> Capcom doesn't <laughs> give Capcom, a shit. Not Capcom, yeah. just Mega Man. Yeah. Capcom doesn't give a shit about Mega Man. No, clearly. Well, that segues perfectly yeah. into new Smash Brothers. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, we're fans of Smash Brothers, I think we could admit. Hmm. New Newcomers, the villager, who looks yeah. fu- Fuck the yeah. biggest troll of all time. <laughs> uh, Mega Man, who looks fucking awesome. Yes. And, uh, and Wii Fit Trainer. 
who well, looks like kind of a joke hot. character who's who's had more Rule Thirty Four in a week than I think most. Oh characters. Jesus! Like, and it's never going to end. Uh, some notable changes to the characters uh, themselves, except for like the notable Mario, yeah. Donkey Kong, Lincoln Fox, and Kirby, who look exactly the same. Uh, Kepling's Twilight Princess costume for some reason. Yeah, which the Groose is loose. Twenty fourteen. <laughs> 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 Fucking constant threads, or just like just a reminder that Groose will be confirmed for Smash Brothers. It's letting you know. Just letting you know. Uh, Bowser has gotten a rehaul. He's not all hunched over anymore. Yeah, he's he's, stood he's up. tall. Yeah, Pikachu looks more like Pikachu. He looks actually extremely on model to the anime. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Samus so is her various suit from Other M. It's which, all based on the Other M designs, which, which people aren't look, a... Her costume does look cooler, I'll admit that, than her big bulky armor. I don't um, know, I, I like the bulk. Uh, they also announced that it's going to be both a 3DS and a Wii U title. Uh, yep. Unfortunately, there will not be cross-platform play, which I thought was going to be the case. Uh, but there are exclusive things between them. On the DS, you stages. get all your you get all your portable stages and everything yeah. from portable games. You get all your uh... and I assume maybe the idea is that you can get them in the other one. I just yeah. and the art style is also different. The uh, the 3DS one has more of yeah. a flashy outside. The characters are heavy, outlined, heavy outlines, so you can pick uh, them up easier on the small screen, which made sense. Sakurai yeah. uh, has a Scottish fold. I learned earlier. I don't know if you got that. That's text. awesome. I, I followed yeah. him on Twitter, and he doesn't have an English translation on his Twitter, but he posts pictures. That's totally the kind so of sometimes, cat he would have. Sometimes it's like a Smash Brothers stuff. Sometimes it's like his his fucking cat eating cereal, and I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> An adorable cat from an adorable man. <laughs> He's an, it's an old Scottish fold. It's a big Scottish fold, too, with little ears. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Anyway, uh, Sakurai, we want Japan time. We Smash, want daily updates. Smash Dojo's back. It's, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It's, well, there's a website, and it's set up kind of similar to Smash Dojo, like when you click on the characters. I the Dojo itself came back, no, too. No, Dojo is uh, actually the brawl site. It's going to be, it's always going to be the brawl okay. site. Okay. Uh, but the official Smash Brothers site, if he's going to do daily updates, I hope sometimes happens sometime soon. Because I like before when it was even something as simple as like standing confirmed for Smash Brothers. You're just mm. like, excellent. Yeah. Um, Sony, some Sony news for Trevin, who loves the Oculus Rift. Uh, I do. Yoshida, who is the Sony Worldwide Studios president mm-hmm. of Sony, uh, apparently they have been working with dev kits on the PS4. I've been hearing about And this. Yoshida is... He loves They're it. on board with it. Yeah, he loves the Oculus, and it's a very possible thing that the Oculus becomes a PS4 accessory. Fuck yeah. Um, so look forward to that. I don't like it to be a PS4 exclusive accessory, but still. The yeah. fact that it's gotten When they asked him flat out, it's like, is the PS4 going to uh, support the Oculus? He's like, I can't comment yet. And then he just like smiled at them and left. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Japanese people. I've, uh, I've been like fucking holding on to my balls for VR for the past... <laughs> For the past my whole life. <laughs> get high, but you ain't got drugs yet. Hold on to the life. Hold on to your little gonads and strife. Gonads and strife. Gonads and strife. Gonads and strife. Hotline Miami 2 was featured on the floor at E3. Ah. Uh, the two gentlemen who, who made that game, whose names are Jonathan Soderstrom and Dennis <laughs> Whedon, uh, announced that it will be set in the 90s. The character Jacket will return as a minor role. Okay. Uh, and the, this will be the final Hotline Miami game. They said that we're going to do one more and then we're, we're good. Okay. Um, Don't overstay your welcome. Yeah, it's going to be... In the, it's in development for the PC, but it will also ship on the Vita and probably PS3 and PS4 as well. Cool. Because uh, as we noted earlier, PS PlayStation was just like, we like indie developers. Yeah. More games for our system and we don't have to do shit. Why wouldn't <laughs> we want yeah. indie games? That made no sense at Xbox. Yeah. We're like, we support indie games. Minecraft! Minecraft... The company it's, it's really no longer has more money game. than like Nintendo. Like yeah. they have more. That's not an independent game. No. Minecraft Notch is one of the richest game developers yeah. currently going. Fuck you, Xbox, <laughs> and that's just the tits of the iceberg.